everyone. Thank you for tuning in. On today's episode, we'll be discussing what is the basis of a good relationship. Today, I have Anita Jasmine with me. And Hello. <laughs> and we'll be discussing this very interesting topic. So let's start off with a simple, you know, just answering it straight off. What would you say are the three most important things for a good relationship? Anita. Mm. She came ready. Uh, I was. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Okay, hi everybody. Um, what is the basis of a good relationship? Uh, I'll first say communication and knowing what you want. Because um, growing up, I don't think we really know exactly what we want until we are adults and we go, oh. I think I prefer something else better. So I would think the basis of a good relationship is most importantly communication and knowing what you want. Okay. What would you say, Jasmine? Um a solid foundation for sure. Um, because I feel like nothing can grow on anything rocky or misplaced. Okay. So, now, is what is an example of a solid foundation? A solid foundation for me is to like start uh start off as a friendship for us to build a common trust of a friendship that grows into the aspect of us loving each other, to us growing to knowing together what we want within this a relationship meaning like financials career goals where we might live if we don't start off with the basics of a friendship and communication like anita said it crumbles so for me a solid foundation within a friendship first is what i feel like will be like top notch of the means of a good starting relationship Okay. Okay. So let me piggyback off of what you mentioned in regards to friendship. So sometimes friends can betray your trust. So in the same sense, in a relationship, if that trust is broken, do you think there is still a possibility to build something from there or is all lost? I think, I think you can still build because everybody's human. Everybody makes a mistake and We've all, I feel like everybody has been there at one point in time in their life where they may have not like been the most honest to someone, but they can also mean well by not being honest, if that makes any sense. Cause like I might don't want to hurt your feelings in an as- aspect point. So like I'll probably tell you something. And then when you finally find out, but it's up to us to be like, well, that's not how I meant it. Or I, I feel bad that you took it that way. And I mean, depending on what it is, mm-hmm. I feel like a relationship can be, it can work. Okay. What about you, Anita? What do you think? <clears throat> yeah, I do agree. Um, yeah, if somebody 
because I believe if we don't all get hurt in one way or the other, we won't know our limits and we won't get to learn the lesson of not repeating things over again. So, yeah, it, it can grow. You just know knowing not what to do the next time. And like Jasmine just said, sometimes we do like to protect somebody that we have mm-hmm. feelings for or we care about because we, some people are not all strong, some people are fragile. And we all the time, it's always guarded in the walls of because. So it's good in the sense that you learn lessons from it, you know how strong you could be and how not strong you are. Okay. So on the topic of strength and going back to how you mentioned communication, how, what would you say are some like a good advice in regards to having those hard conversations? For instance, if, you know, say, a family member or like the mother of your, you know, significant other insulted you. How are you, you know, how will you tell your husband or your boyfriend like, hey, this is what happened. I didn't like that without him being too like, oh no, like, you know, relax, you're over um, thinking it or something like that. What would you say? For me? Yeah. I I feel like when it comes to the the aspect of my relationship and mother-in-laws or father-in-laws getting um having something to say per se about me um I for one would want my partner to check it right then and there um I feel like I shouldn't have to, especially if we all caught that it was like an insult to me. And it can just be simply put as, you know, um, I don't agree with with what you said about my spouse. And I would like it if, you know, we don't get on subjects such as of insulting her because it's, it's not right. So it's kind of hard because I don't know, like you don't want to be disrespectful to your parent, but then you also don't want to feel like you're not protecting your (laughs) spouse or significant other. So that is a really like touch and go touchy situation. Mm -hmm. But like if I was put into a situation like that and like my mother or my father said something about my significant other I I think I would probably like pull them to the side and be like look that's not cool this is who I choose to be with you don't have to like it but you have to respect it and you have to respect them put your at the same time you got to put your feelings to the side because it's not about you it's about me and what I'm choosing to do mm-hmm. so I think if you can put it in that aspect then everybody can show minimum respect it should be okay but if not then that's when we have to disconnect and I will have to love you from a distance Mm. okay Anita did you want to add something um no I do agree with what you said um being 
that we are a product of mixed culture, it tends to come very gray area-ish, like something that we acceptable in one culture is not acceptable in the other culture. So I think it's more of our responsibility, like Jasmine said, to pull the person aside and let them know that, okay, for you it's cool, but for this person, it offended this person's feeling and it's not okay. So like she said, um, it, it's really a touchy area, but we have to do what we have to do. And let our folks know when scientists say that what we Okay. All right. Then that'll bring me up to my next question. What does good communication look like in a prosperous relationship or a healthy relationship? Annie, do you want to go first? (laughs) (laughs) I'll go first. Um, (laughs) A good communication. Okay. A good communication to me, which is theory it's not always practical in every relationship is i should be able to come and say like oh hey this 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 i'm feeling all good and you know when i'm also feeling down and moody i should be able to say yeah you know what that's saying we're about to practice like you know i should be able to come and say well but you know like someone like me when i'm a little bit on the other side when I'm not all that happy I'm hangry I tend to go a little higher with my voice and I do come across as being passionate but I'm not aggressive it's just that I have so much that I want to bring out and you're not letting me say it it increases and it's like I'm about to blow so mm-hmm. communication should be uh good combination of both when I'm all hee hey hi and when I'm not hee hey hi I should be able to express myself and I think you should listen and when it's your turn to talk I'll listen like I said it's not always practical (laughs) it's a lot scary so that's one of it okay what what do you think guys I kind of feel the same way. I should be able to feel comfortable enough to come to whomever I'm with and be able to express myself when I'm not at my best and also when I am at my best and vice versa. Um, Like spiritually, I've been on like this journey of like spirituality. So like I had a conversation with one of my guy friends and I was just like, you know what? I I read up on something and I think I would want to do this in my next relationship. And it was um, for you and your significant other or spouse to sit down once a week. So whether it be like, since we have seven days in a week, so every Sunday we sit down and we discuss our full entire week. What was our highs? What was our lows? What maybe pissed me off about him or what maybe you, I, what I may have did to piss him off to come to a common ground of the communication of what we need to fix and what works. And I really want to test that theory out if I get into another relationship. Like, yo, let's sit down once a week Let's talk about our relationship. Let's talk about 
what went on in the past week, what you didn't like about me or what I didn't like about you or what I loved about you or what you loved about me and see where that takes us because open dialogue and communication is always key. And I feel like if you don't have that and I'm not comfortable, then yeah, like like Anissa, it gets bottled up and then now I'm like diarrhea of the mouth and you looking at me like, whoa, wait, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have I think, a question. Oh, sorry. No, I was uh, I actually agree with Jasmine. And uh, um, I think that sometimes, I think that's a great idea because sometimes I feel like as a woman, I'm more prone to discuss what's going on with like my female friends and leave out the bad with like my mm-hmm. significant other. Whereas it should kind of like be the other way around so that, you know, you can grow closer and like it's also another it adds another layer of its intimacy because you're being more vulnerable with that person mm-hmm. so i think that's a really good idea i might steal that as well <laughs> and test that out I, yeah t- go ahead like i test it out and see the theory see see if it works because like i've never tested it out but like i was reading on it and i was just like no that sounds amazing to like sit down and fully discuss what's going on. And it's just like, no, it's, we, we have to do it. Yeah. And this is one of the keys that we have to do. I think it would be like, I swear, I think people would be like, well, dag, I never knew you felt like that. Or dag, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I'll try to do better. Oh, test that out, Christy. Let's see. <laughs> I have that with the data. <laughs> I have a question. Um, that cherry, it, it sounds really good. My only question, my curiosity about this is, what do you sound like? It seems like I have to put whatever I'm going through, like whatever you did to me, and wait to that day to talk about it. Shouldn't it be like, okay, where, you know, when I'm now boiling and you're ready to listen as you present it on the table? Because um, I, I have tried something similar to that but not exactly that. Like, I would just mm-hmm. keep waiting to the day I could come into work. And I think it always happened like, oh, well, what I was trying to do. Like, for instance, if the touch and the... Because, you know, communication is two-way. Mm-hmm. I could want something, but you could interpret it as something else. Mm-hmm. So what I had with it to that day that we should talk about what I was trying to do wasn't what you thought I was doing. And if we had spoken about it, it would have been better. I mean, the, does it make sense? I, I mean, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I feel like it depends on the situation at hand. So okay. if it was something that super touchy, but you know, everybody like, they cope different when it comes to confrontation. Like uh-huh. me per se, like from my past relationship, I'm more of a verbal person. Like, I want to talk about it now. Like, I need you to see my point of view now. And the person that I was with was like, nah, like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, like let's calm down first because we may end up saying some things now right then there in the moment. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, maybe that will be a good thing for me to like for us like if we do get into some sort of disagreement to be like okay like let's pick a day and we have to stay firm on this day to talk about this situation at hand 
So now I've given you time to calm down and think. And then I've given myself time to calm down and think and maybe to sit down and reflect of what I may have did wrong or what you may have did wrong and what we can do to like fix it. But I feel like you have to like, if I'm if we are at each other's necks and be like, you know what? We're gonna pause here on Thursday. We're gonna come back to the table after you calm down, I calm down, and we're gonna have a discussion about this. Okay. So, uh, you can try that way. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a. Um, I see where Anita is coming from, but sometimes you don't necessarily want issues that are bothering you to s- stay too to long. To linger, yes, because then that will add another like layer of you know of anger and until you can like talk about it at least after you've calmed down maybe like I would say like a day later you know that it'll constantly be on your mind you not you, you might not be able to concentrate on other things going on so um definitely finding that balance of you know when to communicate and how to communicate I think is really important um, so those so are that's really- what I was going to ask you guys. I was going to ask you guys, what is like, so if you're in a di- disagreement with your partner, I was going to ask, how long do you wait to have a conversation with that person? Yeah. Like how long, like how long do you wait? Because every, I don't know. Cause me, like I said, I can talk about it right then and there. Mm-hmm. And somebody else may have want to talk about it like a day later or I may want to talk about it the next day but now I got to give you like you may feel like you want to like like when is the right time yeah I think I know you guys agree I know personally for me I like to calm down before I talk because although in general I'm a very happy bubbly person if you cross the line and if I'm pissed off, like I know my tongue, I know I will say something. So I would prefer, you know, you just give me that space and, you know, I'll cool down if it's not a couple hours later, probably the next day for me personally is typically better. So I Mm -hmm. think just communicating that with your partner, like, listen, I'm furious right now. I can't think straight. Just give me some time you know, and like, you know, make a date, like, okay, let's like reconvene, you know, tomorrow or whatever, and like try to sort this through. But I know like, I can't, I'm not, nope, I can't be like you, Jasmine. I can't talk about it right there because I'm going to come for you, your mommy, your daddy, your grandpa, your whole family, I will care at that moment. And then when I leave, yeah, you're going to make a bigger mess. huge mess I'm gonna bring things up that you did in 2018 and it's just gonna be a complete mess so to me knowing myself and I mean it took time for me to understand like what I need to do in order to be a better communicator but I realized that I just need time to ponder to because I've learned that anger is not a true emotion that there's always something it's just more so of like you know a blanket so like what is underneath Mm -hmm. that blanket that's actually really like bothering you you know and then sometimes it can be your own insecurities or sometimes it can just be something linked to whatever he did in 2018 that you just never got over 
but because whatever you know that conversation just reminded you of that so you know I, <laughs> that's my See, I'm, I'm about to go somewhere with this so relationship something did like happen in the past like you said you bring something up when do you learn to let it go and not continuously because because like that's a that's another little touchy subject like you want to stay in this relationship with me but you constantly bring up what we need to get like when do you stop bringing up the past yeah i'll let anita respond to this and then if I'll add no, something. I was gonna say the same question. I don't have the answer. However, um, <clears throat> I was gonna mention this. I have done both where I've been like Jasmine, like we got up right now, and have been like, well, you know what, make a step back. But I'm the kind of person that's like when I I'm not bubbly when I'm mad, I have a lot to say. But when I'm calm down, I'm like, oh, okay, I don't have much to say now. But like what Jasmine said, I've been in a relationship where constantly reminding about the past when do you let go it's my question too like um do you need to move forward because if you don't let go of that you can't move forward in life whether in that relationship or in your personal life as in job or businesses because you're mm-hmm. holding up something that's not letting you get the blessing and yeah like i mentioned earlier yeah it is a it's a painful experience that you didn't like but there was a lesson there so if you keep on bringing back the past that means you're not you over it mm-hmm. yes you're not over it and like mm-hmm. Christus said it's the blanket that was covering an issue you haven't let go of that issue so for you you haven't let go but I'm Aries I cannot learn Ooh, y'all spicy <laughs> I have learned the passive migration thing like uh, you don't want to let go okay I'm moving on you can hold on to that <laughs> Yeah. Whenever you're heavy. Yeah. You guys are yeah. You you guys are. Yeah, we I have, we kind of control that passive aggression. Like, yeah. let's go. I think with the letting go, it all depends on if that outweighs the relationship. Okay. So I'll give you two examples. One example, let's say, you know, they lied to you about something like going out with friends or something like that and then every time you know you catch him like lying or something like that you're like it's just the same time when you told me you were gonna go out with Oscar but you know you didn't you went out with blah 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 so I feel like is that moment that lie does that weigh like does that outweigh our relationship and what it means to me and and then there are other things like okay, the person was unfaithful and they cheated on you. And it's something that you said that like, oh, okay, like I forgive you, but you keep bringing it back up. So are you, so does does that cheating outweigh the relationship and where you think you're going? Like Anita mentioned, like if you can't let go of something, you, the relationship will become very stagnant, you know? And being in a relationship it requires emotional maturity. So if you're not able to like, yes, I forgive you, but don't say I forgive you just for the sake of forgiving that person. Like, you know, they always say forgive and forget. Maybe you might not be able to forget, 
but you shouldn't always be bringing it up, you know, (laughs) time and time again, because even let's say like a simple example at your job, if you forgot to do something, your boss isn't always going to be like, don't, you know, like, oh, or you might have a boss that's like, oh, don't forget to do this. You know, you always forget because then it's like, oh, like, why is this person nagging me? And it's the same Mm -hmm. thing relationship you don't want it to become no longer a relationship but it's just like this like oh like I'm with them but like they nag me here and there but instead like that should be that person you know your go-to person you find joy with and all that stuff so if you're unable to let go of a certain situation maybe that means that like your heart is not all there for that relationship and maybe it's time to step back I know like in the past I thought I had let go of certain things. I may not have it up, but it was always on my mind, you know? And at that, but at that time, I wasn't ready to be like, oh, I'm ready to let go of this relationship. Because to me, it was like, no, it's going to get better. But one, I keep reminding myself of what he did wrong. And two, he keeps making the stupid same, you know, mistakes. Mistakes. Like reminding you of the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So at that point, you kind of have to like look within yourself and be like, okay, what exactly is bothering me? And then two, if I'm able to really, truly overcome this for the better of the relationship. And I feel like if you can't, then, you know, it kind of sucks, but then you need to just move on. (laughs) You need to move on. (laughs) But in the sense, so I'm gonna like, I don't want to say a little devil's advocate, um, okay, but like when you said, um, he reminds me of what you did, but you keep doing it. Would that be the, is, so let's just say you have a person like that and then you just have a situation you chose to stay with, has changed for the better and is trying to do better. Yeah, but yet you still keep bringing up this same yeah mistake. Now it's one thing for somebody to make me remember something, and you could because you're constantly still doing it. Yeah, for me to forget about it and move on, then okay, I see he's trying, but I'm always gonna constantly tell him like, "Oh, you did this, and remember you yeah. did that. like." When is when is the breaking point for that? Yeah, I think I. If he has changed, he, she has changed, but you keep bringing it up, then at that point, it's the issue is with you, you know? And that's what I was going to add. Is the issue with you? Yeah. The issue is personal now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have some sort of maybe trust issues or something Mm -hmm. deeper or some sort of insecurity that you are, um, what's it called? That you're, what's that word? unleashing on somebody else yeah like you're unleashing it on your own personal security insecurity you're unleashing it on that you know and it might be you know like for instance I'll go back to cheating just because it's such a good example but if a person cheated but then they actually tried to change and you know became better and stuff like that if you keep bringing it up after they've like they've genuinely changed and you know made an effort I think it might be an insecurity with how you see yourself and maybe like what you know you might not think that you're pretty enough or something like that you might think that 
you know, some people might even go as far as saying like, oh, I probably deserved it, you know? So it's definitely, and this is why therapy is really good for people, <laughs> but um, it's- I would agree. Yeah, I think yep. it, at that point, it just becomes your own little issue and that you need to hash it out and figure it out. I, yo, I definitely agree with therapy. I think a couple should seek therapy individually and then as a whole. I do agree too. Um, uh, being South African, Africans don't like doing that. It's, it's not common. Well, it's not common <laughs> in our in 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 the Black culture either because it seems like oh well you got it like why do you need to talk to a therapist? Yeah. But I even in other cultures like African, even some Guyanese people they do not believe in. They believe in spreading their business amongst each other, but to go seek professional help is like. Oh no! It's nothing wrong with me. We don't need to talk to these people. We can fix it ourselves. And it's like, no, we we can't. But it's very uncommon in my community as well, in the black community as well. Like, because they think like, oh, because you you going to talk to somebody is something wrong with you. Internally, yes, it, it probably is something wrong with me. But this is what I need to do to fix me to be a better me for you. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like I can't I can't help our situation if I don't help myself first. So like, I do agree that couples, if they become in a rough patch, should seek therapy individually and then as a whole. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. And in this sense, it's like a perspective, another person's perspective that's different from both of you it's, it's a different view. It will help you better. But, you know, the whole idea of don't bring a top party into your relationship. Uh, we need top party sometimes. Because I have my point that I want to present. You have your point that you want to present. And if we're both not budging or we're not seeing it on the same level, then we need somebody that would come and be in the middle to help us be with differently. Because that is just basically perspective. And once you have that view about it, everything has mm-hmm. fallen into place. So once you don't have it, it's hard. Yeah. I do agree. I agree. I agree. And I think bringing other people into your relationship when you guys are having problems is easy. Like, as far, not a therapist, not someone who is medically trained and has <laughs> a, do- a degree to do this, but to bring in, like, a friend or a family member because it's always, like, that person if that person is not like a neutral common person and be like and tell you like nah you were wrong yeah it it doesn't it only makes more of a mess right yes that's true i agree and like even now when certain friends try to say like hey this is i said nope i shut it down i said don't tell me yeah go speak to your person they're like oh no but i'm like nope like I don't want to be in the middle of it. And I say the best advice I can give you as a friend is to communicate how you feel to that person because what you tell me is going to make me change how I see your significant other. And although you might forgive him for doing whatever, it's going to be harder for me to forgive them because I'm going to remember how you were crying how you called me, you know, like all that stuff. I tell people all the time too, like 
if you know you're going to take somebody back, please do not come and tell me anything that that person has done to you. Don't put me involved in it because now my feelings are based at you. And now I'm looking at this person in a whole different light, but now you got me amped up and mad at him, yet you're still there. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I do, I, I tell people all the time, like if something happens between y'all, keep that between you guys. If, if, if you are going to continue on in that relationship. Yeah. Because once other views give somebody the, to give somebody the the chance to view a person different, the, the relationship will forever be tarnished. It would never be the same. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, I gotta sit here with this person. No, I don't like them. Like, but my yeah. friend is with them. It's it's uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I do agree. It is uncomfortable. However, there's some people. I could be neutral. I, I'm pretty good neutral because okay, I have a very very close person. And they were going through a lot of challenges. And I was like, I'll pay for your luck. I think you need to change your house luck. I'll do this and this for you. I'm like, listen, put this person on child support. I was the one motivating and pushing. But guess what? When they made up and everything, guess who was the maid of honor? The same me. So I could be neutral. I'll let you both know that, okay, this is wrong. Okay. And you find out that you commit this one between the two of you guys. Okay. I'll let go. I, I can be very neutral. And that yeah. was really pretty. And today, I'm like, oh, wow. So whenever I remember, I go, wow, do you remember when I asked you to put in one child support? And she would just laugh. I'm like, I'm happy for your growth. Yeah, no, that's good. If you can be neutral, definitely go ahead. But if you're someone Hard. like that, <laughs> and you know you're going to choose a side, you know, it's best to probably just advise Friend. You know, I don't think I would like. I would want to hear both sides because there's your side, side, and the actual truth. So, from listening to like both sides, I can probably kind of like put together. Now, don't get me wrong, because I am very outspoken person, and I will tell you as a friend too, like, yo, you were dead wrong. I might not say it in that, in that aspect. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. when we're around everybody, like I might mm-hmm. let you fly off the handle. And, but afterwards I will sit there and be like, I will point to the side. Like, you know, I didn't want to embarrass you in front of the group, but you were wrong and you need to apologize. You know? Yeah. But I think in a certain aspect, when somebody does something super close to somebody yeah, that I love and it, and it breaks the person that I love down. Yeah, now we have a problem. I don't like you very much anymore. (laughs) You bring up up a good point to pull that person to the side. Because I remember one of my friends, like she was sort of yelling at her um, significant other in front of everybody, you know, and stuff like that, like that demoralizes, you know, a man. That demoralizes your relationship too. So I pulled her to the side. I said, listen, I can understand you're upset and like you, your emotions are completely validated. However, I told her straight up, I said, I never want to hear you yelling at him in front of me because you're not about to, even if he's in the wrong, you don't do that. You know, like if I- It's embarrassing. Heard that couples should fix, and that's how my parents were. 
like they fix their own issues behind closed doors. Sure, if you seek advice from a friend time to time here and there, that's fine, or a therapist, whatever. But I ne- I don't f- agree that couples should fight in front of people or let the world know what's going on, you know? Unless it's like something like, you know, extreme or like very abusive, then like, okay, by all means, please tell people, you know? But if it's something, you know, that he just did something, he annoyed you, and then now you're yelling at him and, you know, it's like, he might not, you know, he might just like stand there and take it, but on the inside, he might feel completely different. So, um, he might yeah, be feel I, really disrespected. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Um, okay. So it looks like we are running out of time. I wanted to see if anybody had any last comments or anything. Uh, no. Okay. Any comments from you? Um, well, you guys can see me now, but I could talk. Um, I would just say, um, communication is the key. It's hard to do when, uh, one of us is not listening, but I don't think it should be shut down. It should be continuous and just keep on trying to keep on going and, you know, get better at it. Yeah. We learn every day. So (laughs) it's something new we're going to see to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I want to end this off in saying thank you for watching, everybody, and hope that you like, subscribe, share what you've seen, and hopefully uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> oh, no.